You're listening to Kickin' the Panties, your weekly motivational podcast for getting unstuck, recommitted, or newly engaged in a life worth living. Season 2. This one's about love. I'm Becca Kelly, mama extraordinaire and badass boss lady. And I'm Carol, dating coach with a brand new YouTube channel, Ask Carol and Ashley. Are you ready for a swift kick in the panties? Can you change someone? No. Yeah, this is an easy hell <laughs> to the fucking to the no. Okay, see you next week. That was great. <laughs> right. Done. Goodbye. This has been Carolyn and Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> we'll spare you. <laughs> right. Well, no is the simple answer, and I think that we all know this to be true, and it's only when we get ourselves entrenched in a shitty relationship with a flawed person, all of a sudden we think we've been granted magic powers. Now we think we can love them so much and be so patient and forgiving that they will want to change for us for the sake of our relationship. Yeah. But, for the, but the truth is, people only change for themselves. The most extreme example I can think of is a drug addict or an alcoholic. Not even t- getting their children taken away by a DHS is enough for them to change. They won't change until they're ready. This is the same with anyone else, but in a less extreme way. People don't change until they are good and ready. And even if you know a story of someone being given an ultimatum, an ultimatum like it's either me or your bad behavior, if that person changed, it was because deep down they were already ready to change. A lot of times we're hoping someone, when we're hoping someone changes, the person we want to change hasn't even identified their behavior as a problem. Like you're trying to change something and they're like, uh, I'm good. Right. Exactly. (laughs) And they certainly don't think it's as big of a problem as you think, or guess what? They would have been changing. (laughs) Right. Years ago. (laughs) Right. We often get caught up in looking at someone. We often get caught up in looking at who someone could be and not who they are, and we fall in love with their potential instead of the person who's standing right in front of us. So I have only one tip for this, and my tip is you can't change them, you can only change your response. You can't love them enough, you can't bitch at them enough, you can't have enough arguments or deep conversations to make anyone change. All you can do is tell them how their behavior is affecting you and then show them with your actions what you're willing or not willing to accept. For example, if you're in love with someone who has anger issues and whenever you argue, they fall off the handle and start being cruel and bringing up, you know, things you told them that you were insecure about and now they're using it as a weapon against you. If you address this a couple times and they still act out, then you have to decide, is this something I'm willing to accept in my life? Mm -hmm. I repeat, after addressing issues, you have to ask yourself, is this something I'm willing to accept in my life? And if it's not, it's time to leave. And it's, that is a very simple but very difficult solution. And you might be thinking, but you don't walk away without trying, right? But if the problem is their behavior, the only solution available to you is your response. Your response has to be based on what's best for you. The solution is never to figure out how to make them change because you can't. Am I right? You're Am I absolutely right? right. You're totally right. <laughs> You can't. Have you ever had this? As you were talking, I was thinking like, have you ever had this experience where you were with someone that sucked and you were trying to get them to change and like always trying to help them through this change and suggesting this change? And then Mm -hmm. finally you break up with them and you move on with your life. And then like, then they change. Right. You know, like the next person comes along and they change. And you're like, yes, you changed for that person. And I, I did right. all this fucking legwork to make you change. Mm-hmm. And you ch- didn't change for me. You know, you didn't love me enough to change. You change. But you're so right. It's, they didn't change for someone else. They were just ready to change later. You didn't feel like waiting, you know, 
even those things that you might have said to them, like after you broke up, maybe they're like, wow, you know, this really caused a bad thing in my last relationship. Sure. I need to work on myself. Maybe, maybe you breaking up with them may have been the catalyst. But if you would have never broken up with them, they would have never made that change. Who knows? So you can't beat yourself up about it. That really does burn your ass, though, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. You're like, oh, now you're going to change? Right. Great. Right. For this bitch? Yeah, exactly. Um, Who's she? That's awesome. Perfect. Okay. So to go along with your tip, I really didn't have any tips, but I did have some insights, of course, that I wanted to share because, you Mm -hmm. know, what would this podcast be without all of our gleaming deep insights? Um, So can you change someone? As we said, the simple answer is no, you cannot. But the caveat is that do people change over time? Yes, they do. Yeah. But can you control that change? No, you cannot. (laughs) But can you contribute to that change? Yes. Mm -hmm. And in a positive reciprocal partnership, the goal should be for both partners to inspire positive change in the other. But if your desire from the onset is to change your partner, you may find yourself pushing a rock up a mountain. So I just say that to say you shouldn't go into something thinking I'm going to be exactly the same forever and this person is going to be exactly the same forever. No, that like the dynamics of a relationship and of growing as an autonomous human being are that we're going to all change and shift and learn and grow and if you're mm-hmm. you know in a positive relationship you're helping each other do those things and helping each other become better people but you can't go into anything with the intention of you know pushing your partner toward towards some destination you want them to be we we're kind of talking about this earlier about the things that are reasonable to try to change in a partner and the things that are unreasonable. And I think that it boils down to the things that you can't try to change or you can't expect someone to change are the things that have to do with your values. Like right. if you value family and they don't care about family, you can't try to make that person be a family guy or a right. family woman. You know what I mean? Like that's the type of uphill battle that we're talking about when you can't change someone. And we were also talking about like the little dumb changes in like a long relationship or even, you know, a shorter relationship. Like you don't like the way they tie their shoes or you don't like, you know, that they leave their underwear on the floor when they take a shower or, you know, those kind of silly things that you can that you can accept. You would like them to change, but at the end of the day, you can accept it. There's a difference between that and then the things that you really can accept and you need them to change for the relationship to be successful. Right. Yeah. If you can live with it, you know, if you really ask yourself, like, if this never changes, am I in or am I out? You know, that's, that's something like, you know, like there's, yeah, of course, everyone has little annoying things they do and you can ask them to change and you can try, but even domestic stuff, sometimes you're like, I've asked them, you know. 25 times to change this one thing obviously they're not going to change that and right. you know what it's okay I can just close the toaster after they're right done. yeah like you it's know? like stuff that you can live with yeah totally and what and how how much effort does it take for me to close a toaster by the way yeah one second exactly. the fuck cares it's fine right yeah an argument over like who you know you didn't why didn't you empty the dishwasher instead of just putting your dirty dishes in the sink? Right. And like wanting that to be a change over like, oh, uh, every time we get free time as a family, you want to go drinking with your friends right. and yeah, these I haven't different. seen you yeah. in a week. That's like a value thing versus like a preference thing. Well, it's like the Gary Chapman stuff with the, you know, acts of service. Like I try to think of, you know, anything I do for my family members as 
an act of service, like Mm -hmm. not nagging them and just taking care of this one thing. Not that I want to be shit on all the time, but you know, like it's, it's, but if it's small things like that, you know, I'd rather keep the peace, be peaceful and consider it an act of service that I do for them, you know, and that makes me feel good and I'm sure it makes them feel good too. Um, Okay. Number two, you shouldn't want to change someone. If your initial thought is this woman would be perfect if she just blank, 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 then guess what? She's not perfect. She's not going to be perfect because she's not going to blank, blank, blank. As I said before, of course, we want to support and improve our partners over time, but to expect them to change on some sort of designated timeline is super crazy. And there are a lot of people in the world and a lot of people have, you know, a lot to offer you and, and could be matched up with you perfectly and, or, you know, as perfectly as they could. And forcing someone to change to be with you is just cruel and unusual. Yeah, it's like you you like these certain aspects of someone. It's like, oh, you know, they're great looking. They have a good job. And, you know, they're they really I like how they take care of their nieces and nephews. But right. She's an alcoholic (laughs) or she needs butt implants, you know. Right. Or, you know, anything that's like a major thing that you you're trying to like overlook or overcome or try to get them to change over. It's like just just get someone else. It's it's just mean. You're going to just make them feel inadequate. You're going to make them feel like they're not enough. Right. Um, And of course they are, you know, for someone else. For someone else. Yeah. So and then three, um, wanting others to change says more about you than it does about them. So, you know, when I was with a noncommittal cheater, I wanted him to change because I wanted to be in a monogamous, loyal relationship with someone I could trust. Now, why I thought that could or should be him specifically (laughs) is beyond me at this point. I'll never know. Because he had all the other stuff that we were talking about. Like, you, he checked all the other boxes except for this one really important box. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how we all get caught up. It's like, oh, they check all the boxes, but damn. It's just this one box that's really important. <laughs> right. Really important. Um, and when you want someone to change, ask yourself what that change would mean for you. Because the answer, I'm sure, is is there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. And I think you had uh, a warning. Yeah, I have a warning. So I had a a tip and a warning, and this is uh, my warning to all of those who are trying to change your partners. When we fool ourselves into thinking the solution is to make them change, we perhaps unintentionally start modifying our own behavior because that's all we can control. So for instance, if your mate has an anger problem that I mentioned earlier, instead of breaking up with them because that would be really hard, We do the way more difficult thing. We try not to make them angry. We stop being completely honest with them. We tiptoe around conflict. We don't speak up. And in the end, we're the ones who change and not for the better. When we stick with someone who we want to change, ultimately the only one who changes is us. We change what we think is appropriate. We change what we think is acceptable. And we start accepting things that make us uncomfortable or sad or angry. And we build resentment in the process because we've created this new normal in our lives that we don't truly believe in. And eventually you don't even recognize yourself anymore. And this reminds me of my cousin Carl and his ex. I'm sorry, Carl. I'm about to put you on blast. It's Actually, okay. it's He's more about his ex. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> so my cousin Carl is for sure the epitome of an asshole. I love him to death and he is one of my favorite cousins, but I couldn't imagine being in a relationship with him, all Alabama jokes aside. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's misogynistic, he's hurtful, he's cold, and he's quite uncaring, which is part of the reason why I like him so much because he's hilarious. I'm sure. <laughs> but anyway, 
An ex of his kicked in his air conditioning unit in his window and broke into his house. And I've met this girl, and she's lovely. She's very sweet, polite, funny, down to earth, and I could never even imagine her doing anything like this. But in trying to change him into someone loving and caring, she got so frustrated and angry that she's the one who came out of her character. Right. She's the one acting crazy. She's the one who let her pent-up anger and resentment take over. And in the end, she's the one who changed. My cousin Carl, still the same. So don't let this happen to you. If they don't change, trust me, you will change. This is so true, and I've definitely been through this. And, And having that experience of like, you know, it's almost like last full length episode, we talked about um, that connection you have with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this right. is all related. You have that connection, but these things aren't going in the way you want. Things aren't falling in line the way you expect. So then you really start harping on what they could change so that it would be so that the connection can remain and you can stay with them. And then right. because it, they won't change, then you start to change and you start questioning yourself and you start pushing the boundaries about what you're willing to put up with. And mm-hmm. then you're in it for like, years sometimes and you don't see what's happening because it's all happening so incrementally and then finally you know whatever it blows up you can't take it anymore you kick in an air conditioning unit and climb on in that window exactly and then you're standing in the living room like what have I become and you have this you know come to Jesus moment where you decide you're gonna you know get out of it and then it takes some time to separate but then when you wake up out of the fog you're like, what? What the fuck? Happened? Right? Like, I, yeah, like, did I really break into this dude's house? Seriously? <laughs> or just like, did I really, even just the simple, like, did I really allow someone to speak right. to me that way? Right. Yeah. You know? And I didn't stand up for myself. Like, I allowed right. this. I called him 20 times in a row on a weekend. Like, like who am I? Embarrassing, right? It, yeah. So, you know, and then another thing we talk about a lot is, when this happens, you just have to circle back around and, and start trying to forgive yourself because this, mm-hmm. these things can be super confusing. Um, but, you know, fr- from the onset, I think the best thing you can do is if you find yourself really, really wanting something to change and it's not changing, it, it, walk away. Right. Exactly. Walk away. Right. Because walking away is way, it seems like a hard option, but it is way easier to walk away when you need to than to be in this relationship where you just get deeper and deeper and deeper into it and it gets harder and harder to leave. Totally. So don't be afraid to say, pace, next. Yeah. Or, you know, in, on the positive note too, like if you're really looking at it and saying, if this never changes, is this something I can live with? And you're saying, yeah, then go forward right. pleasantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. Go well, forward and prosper. Oh, there's homework. I almost forgot. Burp, 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 burp. Ding, da, da, ding. New Year's cheer alert. Happy New Year. I don't know a New Year's song or I would <laughs> sing. But. Is it, is it, there is like a classic one, isn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah, Aud yeah, Lang, yeah. The uh, Odd Lang Sign. The, ob, the um, yes, there is one. How's it go? I can't think of it, though. Me either. Well, we'll be hearing it soon yeah <laughs> um i haven't made a news resolution in a hot minute that i've stuck to i've been making them i haven't been sticking to them so yeah, no let's all think about one thing we want to change about ourselves in the new year and actually take this pivotal moment to make that change so why worry about someone else and what they can be changing when you can focus on yourself and make mm-hmm. a positive change with your own life very good i like it i like it a lot so next week we're going to do a q a 
It's going to be from Brian. So thank you so much, Brian, for writing in. I know we don't get too many male listeners, and so we always appreciate when the men write a question. And he writes, Dear Panty Kickers, what do you guys think about non-monogamous relationships or untraditional partnerings? So that'll be interesting to tackle that one. And for this week, for this year, for the end of 2019, this has been Carolyn and Becca saying, There is something more and you're not out of time. Kicking the panties. Matter of fact, you're about to get a whole new brand spanking new year. 2020, new decade. Whoop, whoop.